Welcome back, everybody, to the You Heard It Here First podcast. I'm your host, Sammy DeYoung, with my co-host, Pastor Josh. What's up? Podcast. <laughs> Did I say it like that? Yeah. Oh, sorry. You put the correct emphasis on the wrong syllable. Mm. You never heard that before? I have. Oh, it's not funny? Nope. <laughs> Shoot. So how are you? I'm swell. Swell. That's great. Yes. Are you enjoying this Christmas time of year? Yes. There could be snow now. I would agree. It gets to be that point of year where you're like, it's cold. It should be snow. Yes. So it's pretty. Yes. Except my winter coat is broken, so it, the snow can wait a little bit. My Your winter broke. coat is broken. Yeah. The zipper. Yeah. So, so you're going to get a new coat or are you going to get no, a new zipper? No, I love my coat, so I really don't want to get a new one. <clears throat> Which coat is this? My Columbia one. Hmm. Black? Mm-hmm. Like a longer one. So for those of you who couldn't see that, <laughs> Sammy was putting her fingers down by her knees. Yes. To demonstrate the length, length. of her coat. It's a longer coat. Since this is an audio <laughs> medium. <laughs> Yeesh. Good thing they, it is audio, so they couldn't see my eye roll <laughs> at you. Any results? So, so uh, I heard you got uh, some decorations at your apartment. I did. I you put my tree up. Nice. <laughs> and there's you... a couple of Christmas things on the wall. Okay. Are you a there. white light? Are yes. you a colored flashing lights? What color ornaments? White. Is this like your homemade ones from preschool where you are a little sheep and you put your name on it? And... No, I should ask my mom for those, though. Oh, you probably have a whole bunch of them. Probably. Do. She probably kept them all. Yeah. Probably. No, I have white and gold ornaments. Okay. And my Kids Hope student made me an ornament. So oh. that's right in the middle. Nice. Yes. A reminder of your Kids yes. Hope student. Yes, a little bell on it. It's cute. Cool. Yeah. Nice. So it's also, what's up with me? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, our decorations are done. We are finishing up our some of our sports stuff this week. We had a Christmas concert last night. Nice. Uh, Cole and Evan were in their choir and uh, band concert. Why didn't I know about this concert? Why didn't you know about it? Yeah. I don't know. I'm sorry. It's okay. I wish I would have known. <clears throat> the sixth grade choir did the 12 Days of Christmas Confusion. You know, the one where they do like the mix up with all the different Christmas carols and the dreidel dreidel. Oh. So <clears throat> there's a rewrite without the dreidel dreidel part. Hmm. So, you know, sixth graders, they're living that up. I bet they love that. They had a lot of fun. Was it good? Yeah, it was good. Good. It's very fun to see the progression, especially with the instruments and the mm -hmm. orchestra, from fifth grade to eighth grade. I bet. And uh, the band, <clears throat> the band director and the orchestra director, kind of did a nice job of. Uh, this is what we sound like at the beginning of the year. Ah. <laughs> and then uh, this is what we sound like two weeks in. And then they have, like, this is what we practice, you mm -hmm. know, hot cross buns. Mm -hmm. Remember hot cross buns? That's the first song everybody learns. Yeah. And then, uh, so it's, you can kind of tell how kids are developing, which is always kind of a fun yeah. thing to see, progress. Very fun. But I had a question for you. Yeah. Well, was that loud? Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, so this time of year, we... Lots of people do ugly Christmas sweaters. Uh -huh. Are you a intentional ugly Christmas sweater person or are you a 
find an old Christmas sweater that used to be classy, but is clearly what not do you mean anymore. intentional? Well, there's a lot of companies now that make ugly Christmas sweaters uh-huh. and they make them ugly. Like yeah. that's the design. Yeah. You know, like, or I like some jeans come with rips in them <laughs> by design. Yeah. How do you feel about this? I like the old classics. The old classics. Yeah. That... I bought six recently. Oh, <laughs> that's right. You like going to thrift stores. I do. And are these... I basically just took... Vest sweaters? Or are no. They... One's like a cardigan. Well, a Card- few cardigans, actually. Oh, wow. Do you have a lot of Christmas parties that you anticipate wearing these to? Yeah. Or do you wear these around the home? Or you don't wear them to work? No, I had the staff one. I have a young adults one. I have a family one. And I have a youth group one. That's four right there. Okay. And you're going to wear different ones for each one? Probably. Okay. Here's the thing. Do you want to know the thing? I want to know the thing. Tell me the thing. Every year, I always get into a situation where I need an ugly Christmas sweater and I don't have it. And this mm. year, I was like, I'm not doing this again. So then I went to Goodwill and just bought a bunch. Nice. Otherwise, I end up wearing... Like, I have one Christmas blazer that I've worn for years. Blazer. Yes. That's a great word. It's cool. Yeah. I hear you. Yes. So now, I'm ready for any situation. You're ready for any situation. <laughs> So are you going to wear one of your ugly Christmas sweaters for the interview that we have this week? Probably not. Mm. Maybe Ooh. next week. Maybe next week. Oh, why don't we tell the people who's on the podcast for this week and then next week. This week, we have Jeff and Holly Barr on the podcast to talk about all things music and church involvement and directing choirs and that kind of thing. So that should be really good. And then next week, we're doing some type of Christmas episode. I don't know what yet, though. Well, thanks for being so specific about next week. It really helps us zero in on what it what it's all going to be about. More eye rolls for those. Are who you can't being see. sarcastic <laughs> with me right now? You told you asked the question, and I'm being honest. Yeah, that's true. I appreciate your honesty. <clears throat> so stick around for Jeff and Holly Barr. Here we go. Now we're ready. Jeff and Holly Barr, welcome to the podcast. Hello. Hello. Thanks How, for having us. Yes. How are you both this evening? Doing well. Good. And if you hear extra noise in the background, do you want to announce your your oh, friend? Mr. Rogan has a phone in the corner and he's watching a show. Him, so. so he likes to be extra loud and very dramatic in his show watching. That's okay. So if you hear something, it's not a random human. It's Rogan. So he's welcome here. <laughs> Great. On the couch. It's just Rogan knocking things over. Yeah. There's not too much for him to knock over in here, but maybe the mic, but that's okay. Perfect. We can we can, we can handle it. Yeah, we'll be fine. But I have you both on the podcast today to talk a little bit about your musical history and current Music. because you're very involved here at First Cutlerville and also outside of First Cutlerville. Yes, ma'am. Yes. So, but before we get to the music, how about you take a little time to introduce yourselves, your family, work, hobbies, time at First Cutlerville, all those fun things. So I'm Jeff. I've been here. I kind of matriculated with Holly, who was here as an infant. Ooh. I came in life. around 2000 when Maddie was born, our oldest. Okay. We wanted a more traditional church experience for her. Gotcha. And for us. We were about ready for that. Um, Sunday school and yeah. kids choir and a whole bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's where I've 
entered the picture. Nice. And kind of right away, I think, in the first year probably or two started. I started quiet right away when the, I got came back because we were at another church just for a little bit because he had helped plant, do some planting with that. But I've always been a member. Very cool. Yeah. And then, yeah, he got. It's around 2005-ish, we finally church bought a drum kit. Nice. And so you had to I, wait five years for your yeah, for your drums? For those. Well, we used somebody else's for a while. Okay. Yeah. And then we finally got our own here at church. So then he got to play more often on the church set, which he actually got to have at our old house in the basement when they first came in. So Fine. I just heard this thudding in the basement <laughs> for the longest time, not wondering what was going on and him Breaking practicing and nice set of drums. Nice. So we had a couple of us that played. Okay. Um, for a while, and now it's for, for the last several years, it's just been me. Just you. So for anybody listening out there who has children interested in percussion, mm-hmm. highly recommend. Good to know. Get them into percussion, get them into lessons, and then get them into church. Yeah. Performing have them play. and playing and have them start playing. Yeah. Because that would be awesome. Yeah, that would be great. Have a backup or like you can rotate. Yeah. But it's nice. He'll mentor them too. He'll walk alongside them yeah. and teach them the ropes. He's been playing for a long time because he used to play in a Paris band back in the day. So I counted it out. It took a while. It was 39 <laughs> years. Wow. That's a long time. He yeah. started as a trombone player. Could you see him playing trombone? Yeah, no. No. The drums are a good fit, I think. Yeah. Good fit for you. Yeah. Yeah. And he's a singer. I mean, he sings in my choir, but he also started in a boys choir back in the day yeah. long before i ever knew him in the boys choir. A soprano oh, yeah what are you in the choir now bass wow you got a wide range yeah that voice nice can you still hit those soprano no. notes ah. not even in falsetto ah. no those that's days okay. are gone that's okay <laughs> was that in high school or no b- i was in elementary school actually oh. nice yeah so you've been singing a long time too hmm? very nice pretty cool outside of music what do you do for work and hobbies? For work, I work at a company called Roman Manufacturing. Okay. We build resistance welding and resistance heating transformers. Nice. I work in the sales office now doing okay. technical sales and customer support. Very cool. First 18 or so years, I worked on the floor Okay. in production. Um, yeah, I was a factory rat. Nice. Kind of still am. That's okay. Yeah. How long have you been at that job then? 32 years. 32. Nice. Very cool. You enjoy it? I do. Good. He's good Good at what he does. They like him. Good. They keep him around just like I do. Yeah. And a couple of your kids worked there with you too, right? Maddie worked there a summer or two. Two summers. Uh Olivia worked there one summer. Nice. They really like them over there too. Yeah, I guess. If they like you enough, they hired the daughters and like the daughters. Nice. They put them to work and they worked hard. Yeah. The son is a little unsure of that path, so we'll see. Yeah, he's not so sure about it. Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. Got He's got his own thing going. Yeah. We haven't introduced your children yet. All right. Would you like to introduce your children? Yeah, the ones that aren't here. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. We Maddie's, met one. Maddie's 22. She just finished her music degree, so she is teaching music now as well. Busy in concert season. There Told goes a microphone. microphone um, Olivia is 19. She's a sophomore at Grand Valley working on a nursing degree. Caleb is a senior. He's 17 at South Christian. Olive- Sophia is a sophomore at South Christian. And then there's the rogue man, a.k.a. Rogan, <laughs> who's five. Keeps us all on our toes. Nice. And everybody sings. Yes. And plays instruments. 
They all have lovely voices. And we're waiting to see what Rogan's going to do. I think he's going to be a drummer. He's got the gift. He's very percussionist-ic. Yeah, because none of your the other four never played percussion, did they? Because Olivia no. did the big Not one. Intentionally, no. No, Olivia played the flute and then went to the tuba. Yeah, tuba. She went like teeny tiny yeah. to Mondo. Mendo. Yes. Yeah. Wide and range. They've all played piano. Mm-hmm. They started when they were little, and then once they got really busy in high school, they stopped playing piano. They still dabble with it. They all sit yeah. down and um, still play. Um, but then Maddie played the clarinet and messed with a couple other instruments too. Caleb plays the saxophone. Sophia plays the clarinet. And they all sing. Yeah. Very nicely. Mom yes, they do. Played the clarinet also. And the piano. Nice. Yeah. Very cool. All the things. Very cool. We'll jump into more of that a little bit. But yeah. Holly, if you want to introduce yourself with like work and hobbies outside of yeah. music, so some Holly. of your work is music. I, um, yeah, I've been here at First Cutler, like Jeff said, my whole life. Music-wise at church here, I mean, I used to sing in the kids' choirs back in the day, as well as um, Joy Singers, which is a choir that was here many moons ago. Mm-hmm. And then I also sang in worship choir. And then when um, we came back in 2000, um, I had Maddie baptized in July, and that September I started directing worship choir. So wow. since September of 2000, nice. I have been directing worship choir. I took one year of sabbatical, and that was in 2013. Okay. Yeah, between 12 and 13, yeah, to finish my nursing degree. Nice. So I have two bachelor's degrees, one in music education and then one in nursing. So my other job is a nurse. I worked Mm -hmm. at the Children's Hospital downtown for about six years. I did orthopedics, trauma, neurosurgery, behavioral psych, and now I do labor and delivery. So I get to help deliver the babies into the world. How fun. Yeah. you enjoy that? I do. I really, really do. And I had a patient recently, actually. We were talking about stuff, and she asked me to sing for her. So she actually (laughs) kept remembering. And just before I walked out that morning, she goes, you're not going to get away from me without singing to me. So I sang to her, which was was really cool that she wanted me to. I mean, in my 12-hour overnight voice, which was not that great, but she was in Probably tears and just very nice. Thank you. <laughs> Thankful for it. That was nice. Why? Well, yes. Um, yeah, so I have now been in the nursing field for nine years. And I have been I graduated with my music degree in 2001. I taught full-time for two years. And then my job was eliminated due to budget cuts, taught mm. part-time for three years, and then we merged to make legacy. Mm-hmm. And then I taught at another school for a year. And um, so, yeah, in six years, I taught at three different schools and then decided to stay home and be with my kids. But God said, hey, hey, let's do something new. So yeah. that's when I started class by class for my nursing degree. Nice. So you had no nursing experience before? All of your um, oh, I did, was... actually. I worked at a resident home for okay. a couple of, I don't even know how long it was. Maybe a year or two, maybe three. I can't remember. We didn't have kids yet. Yeah. So it wouldn't have been that long because we had kids pretty pretty quick. <laughs> um. So yeah, maybe it was in two years. So then, um, yeah, I did work at a resident home. Other okay. than that, always wanted to do music as a minor when I started college, but okay. um, I really felt doors opening in one way and closing in another, and so I went from a minor to a major. Nice. And um, my head of the department wanted me to go professional and just do singing the rest of my life, and mm. I said. No, I plan on having a family. I don't want to travel all over the place trying to yeah. buy gigs. And so I mm-hmm. got my education degree. So, nice. and I can still sing. Yes. And you can still 
do all of it. Do all the other things. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Very cool. Well, for thank sure. you for introducing yourselves a little yeah. bit. Like you said, you've been doing music here at First Colorville for quite a while. Yes, ma'am. Um, when would you say like your love of music began for both of you? Birth. Birth. You just came I, out singing. Honestly, though, it's <laughs> there you go. It's Just probably, you know, yeah, real young because as a kid, my mom and, you know, all the family would sing. My dad used to sing. I mean, he was a singer. My mom sings. She would travel with her sister hmm. and they would go to a lot of different churches and sing. So then me and my siblings would tag along. And um, so it was always fun to watch different family members sing. And I yeah. would always be asked to play piano, what at my grandpa grandma Fenema's house my grandma didn't have a piano so I would play the organ and play my piano lessons for my grandpa and grandma on the organ mm -hmm. my grandpa Fenema taught me how to play the harmonica and so I mean music has always been a part of our lives it's yeah. similar in my house music yep. was always singing was always part of any celebration mm -hmm. uh, a lot of singing from hymns and it was one of my grandma's favorite things to do when she would come over or mm -hmm. we would go there. She lived in Minnesota. Um, so it wasn't very often. So those memories kind of stick. Yeah. But that was a big part of it. Singing from the hymn book. Mm -hmm. And then um, my mom and dad loved music too. And they would take us to concerts. Like we'd, we'd go see the Gaithers. Oh, very right? cool. So uh, that was one of my memories very early. And my uncle, I sat on his lap. Mm -hmm. He's like, I knew from that concert you're going to be a drummer because mm. you sat on my lap. <laughs> the way every... you're tapping your foot. Yep. Always with the beat. Yeah. Just kind of the way things were. Yeah. He still does. Even driving down the road. Sometimes you have to tell him to you keep his feet still. He can't stop. No, he can't. Yeah. I feel like it'd be hard after you play the drums for that long. You just like constantly have a beat going. Yeah. He yeah. had to readjust after his work accident. He went from like tapping to thudding. So... <laughs> <laughs> You could tell when he really likes a song. Yeah, it gets real loud with that <laughs> left foot. Like, it gets real thumpy. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Watch so it's out. kind of a generational thing for both of you. Honest, both your yeah. families really liked exactly. music and made that a big part of your lives. Yeah. Yep. And I think it just is continuing because just to watch the, our kids. I say my parents are saints for putting up with my music because when I started playing a kit in mm -hmm. seventh grade. That was my next question. When did you start playing the drums? Yeah, that was seventh grade. Seventh grade. Well, sixth grade, I started in concert band. Okay. And I played snare and bass and timpani. Okay. All through high school. And then I got my first kit in seventh grade. And I set it up downstairs and I had those big tower speakers mm -hmm. and the hi-fi. Oh, right? yeah. Pretty fancy. He's real yes, cool. Very cool. And I'd put in my rock and roll tapes. Nice. Tapes. You heard that. Tapes. tapes. Yes. And I would play along with all my favorite rock and roll. Nice. Songs and bands. And Is that why you like the drums? You wanted to be rock and roll? Mm -hmm. Totally. Makes sense. He's actually pretty good. Yeah. So He's really good, actually. It got really loud. It would I be bet. really loud. He's also the house. baby, so they just let that happen. Yeah. Even my the babies get away say, with oh, stuff. I heard you practicing today. <laughs> Did they like it? They did. Yeah. I they mean, if it sounds they good, they can't say that bad noise if it right. sounds good. Yeah. Nice. Maybe we should get you up there on one of those worship nights. Absolutely. Let he the drums have out. a moment. Oh, yes. Yeah. Get a little drum solo in there. I used to want to play the drums. The drum solo. Shied away from it. Oh, you yeah. did? He's a shy guy, right? <laughs> but it's about the drums. Like it's not about you. <laughs> That's just okay. just likes to slide into the back there and yeah. hide in the vent drum set. Oh my goodness. 
Always. But you still enjoy it. I love it. Just a fun, yep. fun thing to do. Yeah. Very cool. For sure. Great. My questions are a little out of order, so That's we're jumping to another thing. It's all good. With directing, you said you started here right yeah. when, when you came back. I did, yeah. I taught. I actually directed for a little while at Color Release at the same time I was directing here. I did their okay. kids' choir over there. I also did the kids' choirs here. So we used to have the children's choir, and then we had cherubs, which were for the little littles. Maddie mentioned that before. Yes. That's so cute. So those were for the itty-bitties. That was like preschool kindergarten. So they were super adorable. Wait, that was 22 years ago? It might have been before I was actually. You know what? I can always remember, but it's been a long time since we've had it. But yeah, we had the little littles. Like would I have been a cherub maybe? You potentially could have been. Could've Let's been. look back been. at pictures yeah, sometimes. Maybe Sammy, I should check. That out. Yeah. But I also did, um, believe it or not, we actually used to have a band. Oh. The first Sundays of the first Sunday night of the month, we would have anybody in church that played an instrument would Very come cool. up front and we would play for the service. So we'd accompany all of the songs. So all the songs would have to come out of the grace hymnal because that's what the music we could get. Yeah. Um, and so we would have trombone, trumpet, um, clarinet saxophone it was quite a hodgepodge yeah my favorite was elaine stroh would always be up there with her violin the only string instrument up there and she'd be playing along that's so awesome we would first sunday of the month so i would direct that and then i did helped with the kids choir and then cherubs and then did worship choir and uh, yeah I, I did color release for a year or two okay but then it was too much jumping between two churches yeah and um so but yeah so I've been doing. So you're primarily you primarily directed at churches. When did you start with schools? Schools would have been when I started teaching in 2001. Okay. So yep, I directed um, middle school choir for the six years that I directed. Nice. So when I was full time, I had two sections of sixth grade, which I combined for choirs, and then I had a seventh and eighth grade choir, and then um. I taught other classes as well, which was quite an interesting combination of classes. Mm -hmm. And then when I was at Kellogg'sville Christian and Dutton Christian, they were sixth grade and then a seventh and eighth grade. Nice. So, yeah. So it's always been choirs and then I'd um, substitute teach and be able to help out with bands. And yeah. once in a while, I would substitute an orchestra. And so. Nice. Yeah. Have you mainly done more like, what is it called? Wind instruments versus string? When or it comes do down to so band, yeah. So like yeah. if I were to direct, typically if I helped out, I was doing band stuff. But okay. if I get a call to do orchestra, well, then I would come in and just substitute in the handle orchestra. It. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. I can you, read the music, so that makes yeah. a difference. Can you play any string instruments? So I could, I should say. So when I was in college, we had to learn how to play um, the violin and viola. I okay. also had to learn how to play the trumpet and French horn, I think. And then I did clarinet and saxophone, which that was a waste of a class because I already knew how to play the clarinet, yeah. which in turn, turn, there we go, made me um, able to play the saxophone. So, gotcha. yeah. So I could back then, I can pick them up if I needed to and mm -hmm. try to reteach myself. Um, nice. Yeah. I have a guitar and a ukulele sitting at home that Fun. I'm working towards teaching myself someday in my spare time. Yeah. Currently, you have so much spare time. Yeah. Currently, the <laughs> ukulele is on the floor in the basement because a little man found the case and was Ooh. playing around on it. Nice. I have two pianos in my basement. One's mine and one's my child's that nice. we're housing. So nice. And he likes to play that too, and all the kids do. So I sit down and 
play piano when I can. And lately it's been a little bit more because I am Maddie's accompanist for her choir concerts. So very fun. Yeah. Taking on a different role as yes. A like almost teared up at your post, just like thinking about it coming full circle. Totally. Yes. It's just so sweet. She was just a little tot when I started teaching. So it was really fun to be able to be on that other end and celebrate with her in a different way. Yeah. Yeah. Because we went out to dinner last night for a little bit and um when I had my first concert, she was like 18 months old, maybe. And we went out with the band directors afterwards to Beltline Bar Mm -hmm. and she was along with us. And the story goes, she threw her drink across the the table. And so (laughs) we all talk about it. So we were hoping that we didn't have any spillage last night, but it would have been quite a comedy if it would have been. Yes. If she threw a drink again. Yeah. (laughs) Or somebody did. Would have been the little man who was along to carry on the tradition. Yes. Yes. That's pretty cool. So yeah. Very cool. La- all things music it's been for a long time. So. Yeah. Do you have any instruments that you play or mainly drums? Mainly drums. Okay. Played the trombone for a hot minute. Okay. Kind of against my will. Yeah. Didn't like it. I wanted to play drums. The director said, no, I got too many drummers. I need oh. a trombone. Hmm. You can play trombone. How and long I did you have to suffer through it then? year. Okay. For a year? Yep. Just gritting my teeth and... Yeah. Thinking, Faking it till you make it. I can do that, and I would help them. Mm-hmm. I would help the drummers get their lines, get their mm. get their beats, get their part down. Yeah, and then I'd have to play the drum, you know, the trombone. Mm. So the next year, moved up to junior high with Mr. Drenth. Mm. So it's all oh, your trombone player, and I'm like, well, <laughs> kind of. I'm really a, more of a percussion guy. I did it to appease someone. Mm-hmm. Oh, you want to play drums? That's fine. Sweet. So away we went. Nice. Never turn back. Never turn back. Great. Good time of year to call him the little drummer boy. Yes. Right. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> See, we need to have a little drummer boy moment for you. I think it'd be fun. I have lots of not- comments about that all the time. We always <laughs> give him a hard time. And it's okay because he's really good at what he does. Yeah. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> that was perfect. <laughs> Um, let me think of which questions I want to make sure we hit. Um, let's talk a little bit about the children's programs. Yeah, because we have one coming up soon. We do. By the time this is out, it'll be like two days away. So okay, that'll okay. be exciting. Yeah. Um, can you kind of tell us like what goes into picking those? Because it's very music, but there's also lines in it. Like, how do you decide? Yeah. So I usually sit down midsummer and I will just start um, listening to different um, musicals online. I just do a bunch of searching and I see what I can come up with. And sometimes I can listen to a whole one. Sometimes I can only listen to snippets of it. So this year I couldn't get a hold of a lot of them. So then I ordered one. It never came. And then when it finally came, there was a lot of stuff. It was not what I expected it to be. So um, I quickly turned around and ordered another one, which is the one that we're actually doing. And um, it has just got such great words and such a beautiful message. And that's really what I look for. I always tell everybody that I try to pick music, um, especially for programs like this, in the mindset of if there's somebody out there that's never heard the word of Christ, they've never heard the Christmas story, they've never experienced it, or if they're struggling in their faith what can we do from a musical standpoint that might impact them? Mm -hmm. And so I really look at it from like a seeker's perspective and how I can, um, yeah, give, share the word of God in a way that somebody, um, 
could start questioning. And I think the kids programs are a great way to do it because Mm -hmm. it's always simple and easy to understand and always has such a strong, powerful message. Yeah. So that's really what I um, do when I'm listening to them, looking at them and try to make sure that it works for the kids. It's not too hard. And if Mm -hmm. it is too hard, we try to take some parts out or, you know, adjust it as needed. So, um, yeah, yeah, we, I look at a lot of different things when it comes to that. Yeah. yeah. And I think same thing, like when I wake up to the cantata this past week and this time around, I typically we've had some like pretty hard ones that we're working a lot of outside of choir for. And this one I found it was just simple and it was beautiful and mm-hmm. the message was great and the music was beautiful and people could learn it pretty quickly. Yeah. But even though it seemed, you know, maybe so simple from a musical standpoint, just the harmonies and how it all came together just came together in such a wonderful way. And, um, I'm super proud of my choir and super thankful for Holly and her piano skills that mm-hmm. just um, really made it such a, a neat experience and had lots of positive comments from so many people. And it's still running through my head. I keep yeah. hearing the music run through my head all day long. And um, it's one of those you just can't get out of your head. Yeah. Yeah. It's very good. Mm-hmm. It's cool to see that there's thought that goes into it behind the scenes because a lot of times people show up on a Sunday morning and it's cantata and we don't really think anything of it. We're just there to listen. But it's cool to see that all the thought that goes in behind it. Yeah. And with the kids program, like sharing an office with Erin, I see how much thought she puts behind it on what kids get what parts and yeah. how it's going to be best for them, but also best for people watching. So yep. it's very cool to see. That's exactly it. And same thing when I pick choir music, you know, I touch base with Pastor Josh. I touch base with mm-hmm. Holly and Heidi. Just, hey, what's going on in the service? Hey, I've got this little couple songs. You know, can you take yeah. a peek at these and what is going to fit best with the service? Because I want it to be pretty fluid and I want to make sure that things, um, that it's just not out of the blue. I mean, yeah. music is music and it's still worship music, but I want yeah. it to blend with the service and I want it to, um, the messages to be cohesive. Yeah. So yeah. a lot of thought in that process for sure. Great. Um, what are some of both of your favorite things that you've participated in at First Colorville Music Wise? Is it if there's a certain cantata that sticks out or a choir piece or a song that has cool drum parts to it? Anything that sticks out to you that you've enjoyed participating in? I don't remember in? what the name of the cantata was, but one of the first cantatas that we did, it was a pretty big production mm-hmm. and it was a lot of instruments Um, I've done pit orchestras before, so I've um, had people come in. I try to utilize as many people we can from our congregation. I even brought a sneeze guard and all that stuff to keep the sound down a little bit. It's so real. Yeah. It's it's a big difference between the piped in music versus someone live playing. Mm -hmm. I just, I prefer that myself. Yeah. And I do too. So and, that's why I work really hard to make sure that we it, have live music. Of, it's rewarding. Yeah. As an instrumentalist to get, you know, this is work, a lot of work practice. And, For sure. You know, you have so many songs and the timing has got to be right. And mm-hmm. um, working all that through the whole thing and coming up to the performance. And then, mm-hmm. you know, the performance happens and it it's just kind of a, it's just a glorious thing. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. I mean, when <laughs> when we have those big cantatas, I mean, those really, I've enjoyed those. And I know we had a little hiatus for a while just with COVID time and all of that. Yeah. And 
Um, choir size has changed over the years and mm-hmm. we've had a rotation of different people's voices and stuff. And so I really try to pick things too that I know is going to be good for the voices that we have in our mm-hmm. choir. And um, I stretch them a little bit. Sometimes they get mad at me and I get yelled at a little bit about some of the voicing, but mm-hmm. we get over it and we yeah. all get along in the end and we all sing. Yes. Um, we work I know for it. me, honestly, anytime I get to sing with my family and get to perform with my family is always a good day. Yeah. Um, getting my kids up there and letting them worship and um, just pulling us all together to sing, harmonizing yeah. with my kids. For me, that's always such a great thing. Mm-hmm. And um, as long as they're willing to do it with me, yeah, we'll keep on doing it together. Yes. yes I get lots of opinions now, though. For her uh, tribal drums. She's, she's a big one for the tribal drums. Really? Which I enjoy. So thank you, Holly, for encouraging the tribal drums. Like a cajon? Is that what you're talking about? No, it's just no, no, no hi hat. It's just nothing but. Guitars. Oh, so, you like that? When yeah. he starts playing like that too, I mean, he just has a. It's just fun. Yeah. He, I, I always tell people, I'm like, ooh, this song. Jeff's got a good beat for this one. Let's do this one, and yeah. then away he goes. And it's just like I just sit back and play and enjoy. So yeah. I love playing piano when he plays drums because we just kind of play off of each other a little bit, mm-hmm. and that's. Um, it's fun for me as an accompanist yeah. to be able to sit and have him. We have this ebb and flow and we kind of yeah. lead each other at times. And sometimes he'll holler at me if I skip a beat or I holler at him if he added a beat. Or I'm like, hey, I'm changing my pattern. Like this is, mm. you got to get out of that and yeah. <laughs> move into this. So we just kind of mesh on that. Yeah. So it's nice. Very cool. Yeah. I think it's cool for people to see too, like families worshiping together. Like yeah. you said, gives them the opportunity to worship by themselves, but also with their family is a beautiful exactly. thing for people yep. to see. We have about two and a half minutes before it cuts us off. Anything else we want to make sure we hit that people know or anything coming up soon that's exciting or anything mm. else we missed? Not that I can. I mean, you covered a lot of good stuff. I mean, we could talk about stuff. We could keep going we for probably an hour. Could, right? For sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You said our kids are talented. Yeah. I mean, that they all can sing and we're just so mm-hmm. blessed for that. And um, that, you know, I like to say that music is, I mean, it just brings so many people together, you know, between yeah. all of our different families and extended families and just encouraging mm-hmm. our youth here at church just to continue to use your gifts. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a perfect gift. Mm-hmm. It just has to be a gift and use it. Don't be afraid to use it. Don't be afraid to try something new mm-hmm. and we're not going to hide you behind somebody, but at the same time, just come out and sing, come out and play, yeah. try your instrument in church. Just don't be afraid to have those opportunities because it's wonderful to have the next generation yeah, be a part of the worship services. Yeah. I think that's what's so cool and encouraging about your family as well is like everybody knows the bars can sing and they're very talented, but that doesn't stop you from having other people Correct. join in and use their gifts as well. Like it's been very cool to see other people play their instruments like Ellie with her violin mm-hmm. and Kira with her cello. It's been cool that's to see right. those. And yes. also like Olivia singing with other people that might not have as much experience and it doesn't doesn't no nope, doesn't nope. make a difference and i've always pushed about, that for uh, so long has, it, it should always point to the mm-hmm. one yeah right and that's it's not about me it's not about you Correct. it's about worshiping yeah whether you are a super accomplished musician or just musician yeah or mm-hmm. amateur and fumbling a little bit yeah 
It's all worship. Mm-hmm. And this coming Sunday, all the kids are going to be up there playing piano for prelude and things mm. and for offertory. So, you know, Aaron and I really encourage the kids. You're playing in piano lessons. Great. You got some Christmas music. Great. Mm-hmm. You know, we try to get away from the like jingle bells, but sometimes yeah. that's what they've learned. That's what and they know. Let's just have them play. Yeah. And it gives them an opportunity to perform and work through those nerves. And yeah. it's just a stepping stone for all the things that these kids are going to be able to do because they're the next generation yeah. of leaders in our church. So. Sometimes music is the way to get them into things and Mm -hmm. um, we'll encourage it forever. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Great. Well, I think this was a great recap of your guys' involvement and encouragement for other people to get involved. So thank you again for taking the time tonight to chat about your music with us. And I hope people enjoy. Thanks for having us. It's a blessing for sure. Great. 